This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and lover of bread, Jake Bockelman. <laughs> what? I like bread. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Welcome back into On the Block Hour 2. Nick and Nate joining you today. Still no Bach. He is officially back tomorrow, though. So for all of our Bach fanatics out there, I know I know you guys There's are a lot out of there. Them. There are. I know Bach has his cult following. He'll be back tomorrow. He's been doing a lot of College World Series stuff. The Husker Hall of Famer Eric Strickland will also be back tomorrow. We're going to have a little bit more normal scheduling. Uh, a lot of th- well, we've had a lot of moving pieces with the College World Series, vacations, but it's hopefully going to start filtering back into a little bit more normal. Uh, I'll obviously well, stay on the water cooler. I'm here, here and there on the block. So yeah. DP goes to vacation Thursday, okay, and doesn't come back till next Wednesday. So DP's gone Thursday through. Tuesday. So we still have a lot of moving. So there's going to be moving parts there. Then the following week, I'm gone Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um. Vershawn's gonna probably filter Ver, Vershawn's, hour, yeah, yeah. Vershawn's gonna be gone um, for how who knows how long. It's summer and radio because if once football season hits, it's once all fall, hands once, on once deck. fall camp begins, we it's can't go. We, we can't go anywhere. No, it's so so once that gets going, I guess we have a little bit some some changing schedules still. So make sure you guys stick with us, but we will still give you local radio yeah. because that's just, that's just what we do here I, at ninety three seven. The ticket. I know, like Big Ten. So they made a Big Ten volleyball media days this year. So Nebraska. So oh, we're nice. we're gonna we're gonna try to be represented there. Football media days are gonna be. We're, we'll we'll have a presence out there like we always do as oh, well. Yeah. So we're always um, all over the place. And end of July, it's gonna be a busy. It's I mean, fall camp. I believe if I remember correctly, starts Friday or not Friday. Starts July thirty first is yeah. is what I heard. So. Um, and then again, once that Northwestern game, which is it's coming up sooner than well, people realize, it, once that Northwestern game's come, I mean, we're going to be all hands on deck. Well, it's going it, to be chaos. You know, in all honesty, it's like once fall camp starts, it, that's when we get going because there's press conferences twice a week, right. and and you got that's so fall camp is when practice actually gets opened up for media, mm-hmm. for TV people to shoot B roll and things like that, right. and then for for us to actually get some eyes, our own two eyes. On, on some guys and, and see how they've either built up muscle weight, build change their body from season to season. Which is always or, fun to do. It is. It is. So we're we're looking forward to it. I mean, it's it's coming quick. I mean, it's already the yeah. end of June. It's already the end of June, which is crazy. And I'm 24 years old, so that's yeah, always got to make it about yourself. No, I'm, I'm just telling you, I feel old. I'm, this is the one birthday, like I said, that just it really hit me. Hot enough Lincoln Hotline, starter aim and text line 402-464-5685. We want to hear from you guys because we're going to get into a little bit of buy or sell. I played it with Strick here a couple weeks ago. Um, it went pretty well. We got some some pretty good feedback. So we're, we're going to bring you guys buy or sell for this 5 o'clock hour, get into some storylines to end the show. Uh, but I got some good questions, and I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say, too. So 402-464-5685, make sure that you're hitting up the Sarder Heyman text line, Honda Blinken hotline. We want to hear from you. Okay, so 
This is the first question that I will pose to you, Nick, and it's a bit of a loaded question. It'll obviously come with conversation, as many of these questions will. Strick and I agreed on this. It was It's one of the few that I – it's the same question that I use when I use for him, and I want to know your opinion. So I'm just going to – again, you can't say blah, 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 blah. We can get into that, but I'm just saying your first reaction by yourself. Yeah. Scott Frost will be the head coach at Nebraska going into the 2023 season. Bye. All right. Okay. Tell so, us. Okay, bye. but no, no, no. Now, yes, now I yeah. can. Well, no, but I want to you know your <laughs> yeah, reaction. No, it's it's but, bye. But then why or what? Because uh, I agree. Because Nebraska is going to be a, a quality football team this year. Okay. They they nine wins. Okay. Let, let's just say this. My record prediction right now is sitting at seven and five. It's it's floating seven and five, eight and four. Okay. But once again, we're sitting here. This is where I'm at personally. Is here in the offseason, we're sitting here looking at the the, the the talent on paper. And it would not surprise me if Nebraska goes nine and three. Because once again, for the fifth year in a row, the talent on paper is really, really impressive. And there's reasons to be optimistic about it. However, that's exactly why I'm at seven and five or eight and four at the at the most. Is because it's been the same discussions going into every single season. Now, there's obviously a different feel going into this year. I think the transfer portal yeah, big helps part. Big a lot part. with that. Big part. However, as Bryce says, Nick's been on the captain's Kool-Aid, baby. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's even that. Hell yeah, he has, Bryce. It's that I wouldn't be surprised. Drink my Kool-Aid, too. It's, I wouldn't be surprised because I still feel it's like this, this staff is a quality coaching staff, is a competent coaching staff. So it wouldn't surprise me if I sit here at the end of the season and say, all right, yeah, the talent that would look so good on paper translated to Saturdays because that's what a good coaching staff does is that they, they take the talent on paper and they, they, they improve it, they develop it to win games on Saturdays. However, the reason I'm at 7-5 seven and, seven and five or 8-4 and four right now is because we've had the same conversations every single year. Every single year. We, we pick a year... And say, what was our conversations going into that season? Well, in 2020, it was, well, we got Wandale Robinson, who who was an All-American. We have Adrian Martinez, who looked really, really good in his freshman year. The record wasn't good, but it looked good. And this is the year that we turn it around, and those losses turn into wins. Wide receiver room. Oh, we just got the number one junior college wide receiver, Omar Manning. All right, that's the big body receiver that we needed. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen because we ha- we Nebraska fans will go back to thinking people are forgetting about Xavier Betts already because it's just kind of I mean that's just what we've had to deal with. It's still tough, but it, that's a tough loss. But I f- you feel good about it because you have so you have right. such a large number in that right. room. But you sit here and go, all right. Two years ago, when Omar Manning came into town, it was sweet. Omar is going to make an instant impact because he's a junior college guy. He's been around college football and he's ready to go. And you pair him with a big a big body guy, plus you put a guy like Xavier Betts on the other side. Man, Nebraska's going to be looking good. Then you have a guy in the backfield as well in Mar- in uh, in Dedrick Mills, Austin or, Allen, another yeah, big target. Austin Allen, like this, still on paper, it still would get you excited because it looks so darn good. But once again, it just never translated to the field for a multitude of reasons, for a multitude of them. And 
Now it's hard for me, in all honesty, it's hard for me this year to think that the defense might not take a little bit of a step back, mm. especially in the secondary. Man, you feel I, I feel really, really good about the linebackers, and I actually feel pretty I encouraged feel good about, the defensive, about the, line. the defensive front as well. I do too. Especially if they switch to a full-time 4-3 mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. We, we've seen it in, in previous years when they've switched from three to three four to a four three at times and and a big reason we're, we're going to find out how mu- I mean you saw in the Iowa game how much of a gaping hole was left in that defense without Damian Daniels mm-hmm. so Nebraska if they switch to a four a three point. here we're going to be able to see a, a lot of playmakers on the field and however on the back side of that defense there's a lot of question marks Quentin Newsom's really the only guy that you know going into the into I'm the high season. on Tommy Hill I am as well. I'm very high on but Tommy. We, but we've been high on guys year you're after right, year. You're right. And so that's right. where that's where it's the record prediction of seven and five, eight and four comes into play. I'm not surprised one bit if they win nine games. I actually think once again going into either. the season, and dare I hate I hate using this, but dare I say the way the schedule lines up, mm-hmm. they need to win they should win nine games. I, I would not be surprised, and I would honestly there's part of me that kind of expects it. Because I truly do believe that this coach coaching staff is a is as good as it's been, mm-hmm. even though the common denominator is still there of Scott Frost, which is why it's an interesting question. And, and for what it's worth, I'm also buying that Scott Frost will be the head coach of Nebraska in 2023. Uh, there's a couple questions that I or a couple texts that I want to get to. Um, first and foremost, Matthew and Hickman, he agrees with you, and he says missing the quarterback in all those scenarios nine and three. I would have to absolutely agree with that. And then Augie says something interesting, and this is something that I've always said, and I've always asked, and I'll go ahead and ask you this too, Nick. He says, we go 9-3, and three, win the bowl game, which would put you at 10 wins, something that hasn't happened in Nebraska in quite some time, and Scott is our savior again. How short of a memory do Nebraska fans have? Because I'm with him. I if don't, Scott I don't Frost so. wins 10 games this season, wins like a Duke's Mayo Bowl, or mm-hmm. at 9-3 and three and, and 10 wins, you're flirting with the New Year's Six Bowl. If not, you're just on the outside looking in at something like a Duke's Mayo Bowl mm-hmm. or something like that. If you win 10 games, I'm not saying they're going to extend Scott Frost. I don't think it'll get that crazy, but I think a lot will be forgiven. A lot. Well, see, I, a I, lot. I, I, I'm not sure about that. Um I think that puts Nebraska kind of an interesting scenario and a scenario that I I would not be surprised if Nebraska finds itself in and I kind of hope Nebraska does find itself in because you remember nice. the way that they wins would be awesome. the way that they've restructured Scott's Scott Frost's contract is that if he is the coach in t- in uh, 2023 then his salary gets bumped up mm-hmm. back to five million a year mm-hmm. and he obviously gets the one year contract extension on top of that right so with that in mind. I'm I'm not sure. So Augie says Scott is our savior again. I, I don't know if I'd go that far because if it, think back, think back. So ten nine wins nine is wins a lot is of wins. Not, no nine three. No, but he says nine and three, but they win the bowl game, which would make it ten. Okay, so ten wins and okay. nine and three so again. I don't know different. if that gets you in a New Year's Six bowl, but it has you flirting with it. So ten wins is fine. I think though Nebraska fans are at a point they would be they they would be ec- ecstatic if they got nine wins, ten wins, whatever, and, and rightfully so. Right, we all would be. Our jobs would be a heck of a lot more interesting. And <laughs> It'd be a lot, lot of fun. It'd be a lot because, of fun because we'd be able to talk about a winning program, right? So, however, when you look into 2023, you need to see sustainability. Mm-hmm. You need to see consistency. 
I think Nebraska fans, they're in such a fragile position right now to where they've lost so many games, and the way that they've lost so many games is, is by heartbreak. So you sit here and go, all right, is one season of – I mean, think about it. If they go 9-3 and three or 10-3, and ten and three, win the bowl game, and then they follow it up with a four-win season, what does that tell you? It tells you jack. Tells you that you utilize the transfer portal extremely well, but then when O'Shawn Mathis and and uh, when when O'Shawn Mathis and, and Casey Thompson left and and all this, when those guys left, you weren't able to replenish, rebuild, or excuse me, I guess reload would be the better word to use there. Uh, I just wonder if it's sustainable. Uh, JP says, just got to make a bowl game, and he said, can't ask that question right now. Ask after four games. I'll bring up a scenario here in just a second, JP. I want to get to this text, too. Stop talking about Coach Frost's job status. It's low-hanging fruit. He'll be fine. We have stability. I think we should be talking about this because mm-hmm. when, when you talk about Coach Frost, obviously we've been having this discussion for a couple years now at least about his job status. Is he the future in Nebraska football? All these things. This is becoming a national storyline. Like when you look up national articles of who's on the yeah. on the hot seat, Scott Frost is consistently the first name that comes up. It's an incredibly fascinating storyline. And going off of that, JP, I'll raise I'll raise Nick a scenario. Say that you start out two and two. We're say we're starting four games to, after four games. You lose to Northwestern, you mm-hmm. lose to Oklahoma, but then you win the next two. I'm gonna make it after five games, JP, just to say that Nebraska starts three and two because me and Nick had this argument. I think Indiana is a cakewalk. I think you beat them by three, four touchdowns. I, I, I agree. Which Indiana's back. Yeah, they're back. Let's bring that up then. Three and two. What kind of discussion are we having? Because that's the interesting scenario. Because again, in week zero, you lay an egg. Mm-hmm. You did it last year against Illinois. Frustration, anger. Not a great way to start the season. You do it again against Northwestern, and you're losing to Oklahoma again, and it's at home this year again. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I don't think anyone can say that's going to be a bad loss by any means. But you're still losing again to yeah. Oklahoma, three and two. I think that's the most. I think I think you're okay fascinating scenario. Okay, so I think we're definitely having conversations about how big the following weeks are. Obviously, right? Right. Because. Let's be honest. Nebraska will find out what whether or not they're going to make a bowl game. Usually by week week eight, week nine, they're, you're going to have a pretty good sense of it. If if in week nine Nebraska is three and three and five, okay, yeah, then you know. But like, so here's here's the interesting. How thing. hot is the seat at three and two? Then is probably the better. It's question. hot. It's hot. You need to win games. You need to win. Because that's that's so. Here's the thing: that's with two losses against Oklahoma and and Northwestern. And with looking back at the previous years, we won't know how the the games obviously this year against Wisconsin at that time in Week Five or after Week Five, we won't know how the games against Wisconsin and Iowa and Purdue they're this, late in the season. They're later in the yeah. season. We won't know how those are going to play out. So that conversation is going to be all right now. Scott Frost and and this coaching staff and this program has to do something that they have never been able to do. And it's beat Wisconsin, Iowa. That's our conversation. So it's it's that that's and, and and when you think about that, holy smokes, things are going to get a little dicey around here. Because the 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 odds, things that we're able to point to, and and not off potential, we're going to be sitting here going, yeah, Iowa may be one in five, 
but it's still freaking Iowa. <laughs> yeah. And Wisconsin may yeah. be two and, and it's three. Still Wisconsin. And it's still Wisconsin. You're right. That's that's why it's interesting. That's why. And and back to this point of, I I just want to say this. Um, stop talking about Coach Frost's job status. It's low hanging fruit. He will be fine. We have stability. No, it, and then he replied to you being saying how it's going to, it's a national story. It is, and he says no, it isn't. Um, eyes are going to be all over Nebraska this year. Because for better the, or for worse, for the people that aren't that don't follow it like locally, like we do, or like Husker fans do, they don't know all the little itty bitty parts of it. They look at Nebraska and say, "Yep, it's Scott Frost, and that it's it, he needs six wins or he's he's done." So. Nebraska's going to be five. Let's say Nebraska's four and seven at one point this season. It's going the, the the national articles are going to read Nebraska needs to win out. Is Scott Frost safe at seven and five? Is Scott Frost safe at six and six? We we talk. Where about does it. Nebraska we, go from here? Exactly. Yeah. Is is should Nebraska if Nebraska fires Scott Frost? Where do they go next? Right. Who is Nebraska it's a big, it's able a question, to get? It's a big question. Because a lot of the time, the national media isn't as close to the program as either we are here at the ticket or you guys are as a fan base to think, well, they hired Mickey Joseph as associate head coach. The Trev Alberts is such a big... They don't They don't take all that into account. They don't take into account what Trev has done and what Trev had to walk into with the with the violations, Nuri getting in el- reeled ineligible. They don't think about all that no. because they're not, they're not spending it on a daily basis looking at this program. And so, in terms of just national media and eyes, you would be ignorant to say, and I'm not calling this texter ignorant. anybody anybody would be would be ignorant to think that college game day week five, if Nebraska's three and two, isn't going to be talking about how hot is the seat for Scott Frost. It's going to be a big yeah because Nebraska yeah. still carries rel- or still carries some national pull. They do. They, Brett McMurphy tweets out one tweet about Nebraska, and the thing blows up. That that's literally it, and so so here here's interesting. I mean, he said he adds, and this is a very good point. I understand. Trev Alberts is the stability we haven't had in 25 years. Mm-hmm. Frost will get it done. He will make sure of it. Hamster wheel of firing isn't getting it done. So that's that's a really good point. Like I agree, Trev Alberts is is something that Nebraska has He's never a big had. piece in the, in all of this. Absolutely. And uh, Greg and Lincoln brings us up, and it's before we go to break, I'll go ahead and get to one more buy or sell question. Uh, we're doing buy or sell right now, going through Nebraska football. Greg and Lincoln says, talk about how good bad the team is going to be. So my next buy or sell question is: Nebraska will be a top twenty five ranked team at some point this season. Yes. Bye. Bye. Early. I'm assuming early, yeah, early, because I I think they're going to be five and zero. Really, I do. I, I I think they're going to be five and zero. It's it's after four and zero, you would imagine you would be ranked after a win against Oklahoma. And I already said, and I've said it too, and some of the listeners don't agree with me. When you start out three and zero, which by all indica- I think it's much more likely they start out three and zero than five and zero. Obviously, because you play Oklahoma, yeah, uh, and Oklahoma is going to be favored by Vegas' standards no matter what. Mm-hmm. You start out three and zero, rightfully so. Nebraska hasn't won a very right. has Nebraska no, won very absolutely. Even if you are three and zero, if you start out three and zero, you won't be ranked. You'll have votes to be ranked. Okay, I agree. I think you will, and it might not be many, but you will have votes to be ranked in that Oklahoma game. Here's here's what's interesting. If you beat Oklahoma, you will be ranked. Now, this isn't necessarily going to be talking about rankings. Um, 
here's an interesting spin on it. Maybe we can talk about it in the next segment. You Nebraska fans won't know what type of team Nebraska is after week three. I don't even know if they'll know after week four. Because you, you are not going to know. I, I remember going into last year, or excuse me, not going into last year, going into the Oklahoma game last year, and Nebraska had lost. It looked really bad against Illinois. Scott Frost they were like came 24 out twenty four point. Yeah, underdogs. Scott Scott yeah. Frost. No, well, so it was Scott Frost came after Illinois, and, and we all know what he said in his post post game presser. Then they come back. They beat Fordham, which you, you don't take anything from. You beat they Buffalo. struggled against Buffalo to start yeah, out too until the fourth quarter. Yeah, it looked so kind of rough. I, I, I want to say Gabe Irvin had a pretty good day against yeah. Buffalo. Um, as it well, looked, that was they wore the alternate uniforms. It didn't and look everything. great. It didn't look great. Exactly. It, it was on a nine eleven game mm-hmm. and all that. Well, then you go into Oklahoma. Nebraska's a seventeen and a half point dog, and I remember driving down to Norman and like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what kind of quarterback senior senior Adrian Martinez is. I don't know what you have in freshman running back Gabe Irvin. I don't know what this offensive line is. I don't know. I think it's fair to say. I didn't know what kind of coach Scott Frost was. Mm-hmm. You, st- we still don't. In all honesty, we still don't. Other than on third and seven, it was a quarterback draw. <laughs> that was literally it. Mm-hmm. We and maybe when they're down by three in the third quarter, you just stop running the ball and you panic. Like that's been the last four years, unfortunately. And so when you look at it this year, Northwestern. Vegas went under or uh, over under win totals. I think three, I think and, a half. three and a half. Low tied for lowest in the Big Ten with Indiana, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Like, how much is a is a, a is a twenty one point win against Northwestern going to tell you? And and the wins against I think the it wins makes you optimistic Dakota. just Bingo. because of what happened last season. I agree. Well, well that is the only uh, under normal circumstances. If you're Nebraska, you should look at yeah. that week zero game and say, "This is a cakewalk. We're yep. going to win by three, four touchdowns. We're going to call it good. We're going to start focusing on Oklahoma." I agree. Unfortunately, that's not the scenario anymore. Well, so it's, it's just what, not. What's so fascinating about this whole discussion is you sit here and and it's like the discussion after week three. If Nebraska's three and zero, and let's say they beat each of their opponents by fourteen points, right? It's not close at the end of the fourth quarter. We're not all sitting on our edge of our seats. Ugh, Nebraska. That yeah. be nice? That, be nice? That's what I What's, want is another Northwestern game like last year. Here's the thing. It Domination doesn't, it doesn't from even, the beginning. It doesn't even need to be that. Like it doesn't need to be, be a fifty nice. it doesn't need to be a fifty six to seven on the scoreboard. It just needs to feel like mm-hmm. a fifty six to seven. To where and you're not probably not gonna get this is a lot to ask for, I guess, for Nebraska football after what we've seen in the last couple of years. But it's just not let us hang on to the edge of our seats and think, all right, how are how is Nebraska when is it going to happen? How is Nebraska yeah. going to blow it? But in in, rea- in reality, let's be let's think about this scenario. And once again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. You can always hit us up on Twitter as well. You, after week three, let's say Nebraska wins all their four their first three games by fourteen points, ten to fourteen points, right? A, a, a decent margin. The conversation that I'm going to have personally after week three is first of all the low-hanging fruit of, well, Scott Frost has finally won three games in a row. Which is nice. That's low-hanging fruit. The second Which one that's, nice. not, that's not such low-hanging fruit, and I think is people are might, might be overlooking because they just always look ahead to that Oklahoma game or, or the three-game winning streak, is that Nebraska did something that they were supposed to do. Just that simple. It doesn't have to be tough. Just Nebraska did something that they were supposed to do. And, and they beat the teams that they were supposed to beat, and the teams that they were favored to beat. That's all you got to do. 
because they will what? they will be favored by a touchdown the, or more in every single game. They're they're going to be serious. So, so, in so the first three if, games if, of the season. Well, you want to go. They should be bigger sample size. Nebraska's going to be favored in five of their first six. Five that of their first in six. Then Indiana and Rutgers. Yep. Going into Purdue on the road. Week seven is on the road at Purdue. And I don't know if you'll be favored in that one. Exactly. So five of their first six, you'll be wow. favored in. Wow. So you should so if it, start five and that's one. That's my big thing. It's should, like this year, quote Nebraska can be boring. Just Nebraska, do your job. Do what you're supposed to do. Because guess what? That's doing something that you haven't done in the first four years under Scott Frost. It doesn't. It maybe not even. Maybe five and one's too much to ask. Maybe just go four and two. Hey, we take it at this. point. We take it because Very, yeah. you're, you're doing more than you. They're, you're doing just not even the bare minimum. Just you're doing what you're supposed to do when you haven't done what you're supposed to do in the last four years. Yeah. On the block, ninety-three-seven. The ticket buyer sell continues after these messages. Stay with us.